How about that dub for UCLA? Arguably the most dominant defensive performance, even topping the Utah game. UCLA takes down number 13, Wazoo, 25-17. Could have been even more. Let's talk about it on Locked On UCLA. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Locked On UCLA. I'm your host, Zach Anderson Yoxheimer. We're reacting to the Bruins taking down the Washington State Cougars because the Cougars came in 4-0, both teams off a bye, and a toasty Saturday afternoon in the Rose Bowl, a game that seemed four hours, and normally college football games that take four hours are offensive fireworks. If you remember the last time these two teams played, four years ago, it was 67-63. This one set football back a little bit. Maybe not so much, but there's a lot of good defensive football, a lot of mistakes, and the UCLA defense proved they are legitimate, much to my surprise. And I'll kind of own that. I did not expect this type of performance. And this is a game that UCLA is going to go down as a one-score victory. They could have closed this out in the first half. This could have been one of those games where UCLA, if they don't throw that pick six, right, they could have gone up even more by two scores and then taking the ball out of the third quarter with a lot more momentum. I'm not sure what Wazoo does if they don't get that pick six right before at the goal line when the Bruins could at least kick the field goal to go up nine. Whatever it may be, UCLA keeps this season alive of sorts with this win. The Cougars by no means are dead, but this would have been a big win for them while they could have cakewalked their next few weeks other than their two big matchups. For UCLA, this brings some renewed optimism heading forward into the Oregon State game. Now, how are the Bruins offensively going to do in Corvallis? Can the Bruins shut down an Oregon State team that's going to be able to run the ball a lot better than the Cougars did? Those are all questions for next week. The defense proved, hey, if it's a third-string quarterback, if it's a three-time Sunbelt player of the year, if it's a team that just flat-out runs the ball, if it's NC Central, whoever it is, you've got Cam Ward, who is on semi of a short list, a top five offensive team in the country, and the Bruins came in and got the job done. Quickly, let's take a look at some keys to the game that I talked about in this one. I talked about QB pressure for UCLA. If you were watching this game of the Pac-12 Network or if you're at the stadium, you would have seen UCLA with only three down linemen in the majority of this game got an immense amount of pressure. Cam Ward could not do much. And yes, the Cougars had more sacks. We'll get to that in a moment. But the amount of pressure the Bruins brought, the ability to contain him, I know it doesn't say that, but I talked about this in a little quick hitter uh, into this game. The Bruins' ability to pressure Ward, make him look human, contain him, not let him slip out and make big plays with his arm, maybe a couple with his legs, that didn't happen this game. UCLA was able to get some QB pressure. Then, number two, be ball hawks. Remember, in the Utah game, there's the football on the ground the same amount of times that the Cougars did this game. UCLA had multiple opportunities, and the ball just didn't bounce their way against the Utes to have picked up the ball on the goal line at midfield that may have changed the game. They only forced one turnover. In this game, you're facing Cam Ward, who has yet to throw a pick, face some pretty decent defenses, I thought, coming into this UCLA game. And the Bruins only forced one turnover against the Utes, didn't get a pick in that game. And now five straight games to start the year, UCLA has had a turnover force in every game, multiple turnovers forced in four of those five games. 
And yes, if you take away the seven points scored by the Cougars defense, this, in my mind, is arguably the best defensive performance we've seen by a UCLA team in a long time. Two weeks. And it's even better than at Utah game when that was one of the best, most proud defensive efforts I had seen in a long time following UCLA football. A long time. This performance, in my mind, surpasses that one because of who they're facing. I know it's hot. It was at home. The, the play differential, UCLA running almost two to one plays to the Cougars. So many things. Just these keys alone. QB pressure. The Bruins got three sacks, six tackles for loss. And then when it came to, oh, let's not press that one there. We'll take that off. Oof, bad, bad fingers there. And then ball hawks, two fumbles, a big force fumble by Latu, a little strip there from a Washington State receiver in that game, two picks, Oladejo. You've got Alex Johnson having, who's having a great year as a six-year senior. The Bruins are making plays. And yes, I know Cam Ward threw it into Oladejo's guts, popped up, still made the play. How many plays were the defense able to make in this game that led to UCLA winning this game? They should have won this by two scores. Washington State easily could have been up 10 nothing, and we're sitting there in the first quarter. Yikes, this isn't looking good. But a big changing play, and all of a sudden the Bruins took control, dominated in the fourth quarter, 13 nothing. In the end, the Cougars had no answer. When Wazoo had the football in the fourth quarter every single time, I'm, I'm not thinking there. After the defense proved it in the first three quarters, they weren't going to score. I was more afraid the offense was going to do something ridiculously dumb that would have given the Cougars some points, which they didn't do anything dumb by rolling out more in that end of first half play that led to a pick six. But that's the mistake I was worried about, which leads us to the last key of the game real quick. Protect Dante Moore. In this game, the Bruins again struggled to protect more. I thought Moore might have had a more productive game. I thought this game might have been 35-31. The offense did not provide that, mostly because they missed two field goals and they had... They had one of those block, missed two field goals. They just had many missed opportunities in this game. A pick six. They, they threw another pick in this game. So many costly chances. The offense almost cost UCLA this game in certain spots, but the defense picked it up. Protecting more, back to the point. Let's look at this. You've got Washington State, who had a total of, if I can pull this up really, really, really quick, four sacks, nine tackles for loss. So again, those are things to be worried about moving forward for UCLA's offense. Now we see how Dante Moore can throw some balls just in the bucket, whether it's J. Michael Sturdivant on a touchdown that got overturned by Sturdivant that looked very close to one offensive P.I. and two, a spectacular catch. Many times the Bruins hit the tight end of the seam when, it need, when they needed to move the ball, get the ball down the field on fourth down. The Bruins did so. They were perfect on fourth downs today. So many times the Bruins were able just to get enough protection when Moore needed it the most. He missed some throws, some ill-advised throws. And then overall, the Bruins, they did not check that box off in protecting Dante Moore as consistently as they did. Seven sacks against Utah, four against the Cougars. You're giving up 20 tackles for loss. And yes, the offensive line looked very good when the Bruins were able to have almost 200 rushing yards as the rushing offense continues to lead things. Dante Moore throwing the football 290 yards passing on 44 throws for 22 completions. One touchdown, two incompletions. We saw Moore use his leg, one on the design run of the two-point conversion, another one to get a big pickup for a first down late in the game. Big stuff for UCLA. Some other little mini stats. Washington State was one of the best teams on third downs in the country. They were the best team. 
in the country on third down efficiency, almost 60% of the time. Washington State, two for 13 on third down. UCLA, eight for 25 is not going to be mind-blowing, but the fact that they converted any and went three for three and fourth down gives us a lot of hope, right? For a team that missed two field goals, had one of them blocked, missed an extra point, those are things that are going to have to get fixed, right? Which is why if you're watching this, you can see the special teams question mark. Not so much positivity in the special teams. We're probably going to rip that on Monday in the full, complete episode when we talk about this. But hey, the Bruins are 1-1 one one in conference. 4-1, and one, just like Washington State. Utah's already taken a loss. UCLA still has a path. Now, you don't want to sit here and I don't want to promise, over-promise, over-deliver in this super emotional state that we can be in two weeks removed from a game the Bruins could have won at Utah into a game that they could easily, they could have lost this game. Absolutely, UCLA could have lost this game the way it went. Maybe in years past, they would have. But they held on and dominated and crunched the Cougars in crunch time in the fourth quarter where the 90-plus degree heat in the Rose Bowl probably wilted everybody on the field. The Bruins' defense even more energized because they had to play so many less plays than Washington State's defense. The Bruins get the job done. So moving forward at Oregon State, if the Bruins can win this game, then they've got a stretch of four very winnable games. It'll be tough. It'll be a, a gnarly stretch in their last year in the Pac-12 but you get through this gauntlet. You can win two of these three middle-of-the-season games, the Utah, Washington State, Oregon State games, and then all of a sudden, you go from 8-4 and four to looking to a 10-win season. Now, that's where next week is the barrier. Can they get a big, true road win? I know they won at San Diego State. They competed very well at Utah. They did compete very well, but they didn't get come away with the win. Now, it's going to be a primetime game. You're playing on Fox, right? You got a big game, big-time atmosphere, Oregon State, they're feeling themselves after they took down Utah. So they're like, hey, we just took down Utah. The Bruins struggled with them. We made them look silly in Research Stadium. They want to do something similar to the Bruins in the following week. So the tests continue. The three games in four weeks test is going to come to a head when they go to Corvallis in the next week. And that is where we'll know if UCLA is still a true Pac-12 contender or if this is a team that's just awkwardly a year away when it comes to offense, which is weird to say for Chip Kelly, I know they put up yards. I know they ran the football. They had some success. But clearly, this isn't the same type of clicking offense we saw at times last year for UCLA, where Charbonnet, DTR, and Bobo, and everybody. They have some fun pieces. J. Michael Sturdivant's a beast. We've seen Dante Moore make some ridiculous throws. I'm not even sure DTR can make. But the lack of a dual-threat quarterback. Maybe the lack of a super, super, super strong offensive line, which did very good at moments today, run blocking, but still some lapses in some key spots when the Cougars brought blitzes and brought pressure, couldn't keep Dante Moore upright. And Dante Moore's still young. We saw two costly picks in this game, a tipped interception early, a pick six, almost more costly turnovers in this game, potentially in certain spots. They're just a little young. So can they make that gradual growth from week to week, heading into the middle of October, and go into a high note, heading into Halloween, heading into November, and give us hope for a Pac-12 championship? This team is good, but can they be great? The defense is absolutely fantastic. They finally backed up the numbers. It was one thing to give only one score against Utah, but to give up only one offensive score truly against Washington State, the interception for the most part kind of set up that field goal drive, but... They were outstanding today. This performance by the defense, A++, much better in my mind, I think, than even the Utah game, which was on the road against the third, fourth string quarterback. Cam Ward has not looked this 
I could say human, bad, whatever. But he hasn't looked to struggle this much in a game and made such bad reads all year. Maybe in his two years at Washington State, you could argue that he hasn't had such such struggles, right? Two young coordinators. You had Ben Arbuckle. You had Danton Lynn. Young coordinators. First year for Lynn as a defensive coordinator. First Bauer 5 job for Ben Arbuckle as the Washington State offensive coordinator. And it was a fun little mind game. And Danton Lynn, the defense, with some powerful D-line players. Latsu, Murphy. So everybody made plays. I could go up and down the defense and list everybody in this one. And yet UCLA, everybody on the defense made big plays. Every single player almost stripped it. Almost caused the fumble, caused the fumble, recovered it when the Bruins were dying in the first quarter. Whatever it may be, they all made plays. We could go up and down the roster. If it's his defense, great job. Whether it's scout team, whether it's third string, second string, starters, they did fantastic. Whatever it may be, it gets me excited. I'm amped up to the next, next level. Now bring on the Beavers because UCLA was able to get the job done. Oh, the keys to the game, they hit two of the three. The defense got the job done. And surprisingly for Chip Kelly team, the defense is leading this team. Can the offense pick it up in weeks to follow? Or are these going to be ugly, grinded out, four-hour defensive slugfests like this one practically was between the Bruins and the Cougars? Knocking off a top 13 team. The Bruins haven't been good at off buys against Chip Kelly. They made sure Washington State, anything they were good at or things they hadn't done historically in this season, it came to a head in this game. Fumbling issues. And I know Washington State was out their top receiver and had guys in and out of the lineup today. Still, the Bruins came to play and got the job done. Big dub, but now you got to move it on. Quick mindset. An equally tough game in a crazier atmosphere in Research Stadium comes up pretty soon. Because the Bruins, they love to sweep the pack two, the two pack, whatever it's called now, and get the job done next. Fantastic job for UCLA. And we'll talk about it more as we get throughout the next week of Locked on UCLA, which is why you should like, comment, subscribe, review, download the episodes, get excited, UCLA fans. And the Bruins, they covered in this game. They covered every aspect and got the job done. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Hey, the line in this game was actually three and a half. I I thought the Bruins might cover in this game. I actually hammered it down. You probably saw some of the shorts on the YouTube channel for Locked on UCLA. I said Bruins cover because they were favored minus three and a half in this game. Minus three and a half at home versus a top 13 team as an unranked opponent. Well, obviously people knows people know when it comes to odds making and point spreads and everything. But if you wanted to go make some money when it came to loving UCLA football, you absolutely could have done that, which is why you should go join FanDuel.com slash locked on and can get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. It's America's number one sports book, so if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Bruins covered and got that dub. Go join FanDuel Sportsbook now. That's going to do it for us here today, Bruins fans. This is the reaction episode. Me just yelling and excited for this whole episode. Hands up, UCLA fans. I am sweating just like everybody who's in the Rose Bowl, just like people at home, whatever it may be, Bruins got the job done, and maybe they awaken for an end-of-season run unlike any other. Who knows? I can't wait for the ride. Eight-clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U C L A. UCLA, fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked on UCLA. Go Bruins.